Hello and welcome to Own Your Divine Light podcast. My name is Yara Atlantica Miller. This is the soul name of Janet Miller, my birth name. I also have another soul name, Isla Saruna Miller. These names were given to me through a deep spiritual process. I am telling you this because when you listen to these different seasons, you will hear me introduce myself as Janet, Isla Sarona, and finally as Yara Atlantica Miller. I want you to know these names are all me and simply an evolution of my divine aspect. We all have been on an amazing journey to embody the divine aspects of ourselves. We have been asked to look at our light and shadow and to recognize and accept all that we are. We came onto this planet because we knew this was going to be a challenging job. That's why I created Own Your Divine Light podcast. This podcast is full of so many people who have walked their talk and shifted their lives no matter what they have been through. You will hear many ways to support you on this journey as a multidimensional being and steps you can take to becoming that divine being that you've always known yourself to be. Thank you for joining this podcast. Let's now take a deep dive in today's empowering conversation. Divine Light Accelerators. Welcome to Season 3 of Own Your Divine Light Show. I am Janet Miller, the Divine Light Activator, and I am so happy to have you here during this critical time in humanity's expansion. This is a momentous time, something none of us have experienced before, and I feel it is so important to share our experiences right now. We are in the shift of ages, and we are learning about ourselves, and it is a gift. If you are healthy, it can be a gift. If you are recovering or lost someone, I send you my heartfelt blessings. Right now, I would like to have a moment of silence for our brothers and sisters of color because you all deserve to live in safety and we're sending you love and blessings with this moment. So please take a moment, touch your heart if you feel inclined. Breathe, breathe in and breathe out peace. when you're ready. Open your eyes. Thank you. We are ready to create the world we have been waiting for, and we get to do this together. What will be our new normal as our world continues to shift? I'm excited and honored to have Charlotte Vamp return as an amazing expert that she is. Charlotte is a light worker for animals. She's a high frequency chaser in her spiritual work, and I love that. And she's going to tell you why. Her vision is to share the spiritual voice of the animals globally, to inspire compassion towards the animals in a world, and how when we allow the wisdom to interconnect in our lives, they can show us how to live in harmony with ourselves and in the world. Charlotte lives with her husband and lots of dogs, cats, chickens, and horses on their farm in Denmark. 
On the farm, Charlotte hosts a variety of spiritual activities. She combines the connection to nature and animals and a mindful and mindfulness retreats and events. She has founded an animal healer academy in an online transformational platform on serving the interconnectedness between humans and animals. The aim for this is to guide people in their spiritual growth through healing and conscious work with animals, enhancing the bond between animals and human friends. The Academy provides knowledge of healing animal communication and creates a safe learning environment for students and mentors. Charlotte is an ambassador for two of the largest rescue centers for animals in Denmark, which she does volunteer work. And in the Foundation Academy, she has the support to rescue animals and strives to address, and she has to address animal consciousness on a spiritual level. Her mission is to broaden the knowledge of how to use and benefit healing work for the releasing of trauma within rescue animals. So Charlotte, what a privilege to have you back. I am so, so blessed to have you here. And thank I'm you so for excited having me. You're welcome. Oh my God, I'm not even letting you talk. So yes, <laughs> thank you. And tell us about your Animal Healing Academy. How, how is that going? Oh, it's going really well. It's, um, it's been a journey. Yeah. over many, some years but um and it's been expanding it's been and it's been waiting for that moment when it wanted to be released and that's the final steps are in the process and we are going live with the full program so this coming month so it's extremely exciting and it's been exciting to to witness this unfold in divine timing and sometimes I've been a little bit impatient, wanting it to, <laughs> I'm human, but yeah. watching how, when patience and leaning into divine timing, when the patient is allowed, how much more it expands, how much more it unfolds to be just that much more right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's humbling and honoring to, to witness something come to life that has been in the making that is something I'm doing in service to all of the animals in need of assistance and help Yeah, and it's all so around the world. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you're birthing your academy for people to hear voices of animals while the earth is starting to birth a new way of living and, and we're re re releasing all the stuff we're releasing right now at this time. And it's, exactly. it's like a rebirth for all yeah. of us. And your birth, yes. they, they say we're, we're like in the birth canal right now, which is the dark spot. We're in the birth canal. Exactly. It makes sense. It's not going to happen right away, but it, we're in that space right now that we're coming through to yes. clear, you know, to become aware that the injustices going on in our own country, yes. in the world, how, you know, with the, the facades we live with, the things we've been living with, we don't even realize yes. that we're living with. And that no. we change it now. We're ready to change. So, and that's definitely something I have experienced over these past months since the whole world shut down. That things are unsurfacing. Is that the word? It's coming, it's coming out to be seen if it has been there, if it's been hidden. We may not have been able to see what's been going on, but it has been there all along the way and no more. It's coming out. And when it shows itself to be held into the light and be shone upon by the light, then it can be healed. 
but it cannot be healed in the darkness. Right, right. I agree. And then when we look at it, I think it's so important to to not react to it. We have to look at it with in our hearts. We have to stay grounded while this is happening. I think that's so important. Yes. The stillness has happened. Do you think that? I mean, how has it been for you during this whole, you know, period of quiet and, and what's going on in Denmark? How does it affect you? And well, <laughs> I was actually traveling in the, in the, in the end of, um, of January. I went to Iceland on a retreat wow. to do some, some, yes, that was good, to do some, some serious uh, working through the darkness. Mm. And, and Iceland in January is dark and snowy and cold and, and, and half, half of the month nobody could arrive because of a snow blizzard. <laughs> but we, have, we eventually got there and did some ma magnificent work with gongs. As you can see, I have my gong in the background. And a lot of transformational work, diving into grief, diving into release of, of old trauma and patterns. And as I was traveling home through um, the Icelandic airport, when we came, there weren't any issues. When we left, people were wearing masks. There were sanitizers all over the place. And it, and it, it felt like I was traveling through an airport in the, in the beginning of an apocalypse. And I came home to my husband and thought it was very weird. And you know, I've traveled a lot in my life. So, and three weeks after all hell broke loose. Yeah. So there was like, okay, this was very scary to think, you know, how quickly it can go and all of this inner work all of the release of trauma why was that necessary at that time all divine timing once more yes and then in my country um our government uh went from one day to the other and just shut the borders mm. and that has not happened in our country since world war ii wow and so that was um yes we were early very yeah. very early um, which was a little weird in, in, in the sense of what was going on with the rest of the world. And, and it, it affected some traveling plans and some other plans, but that was what happened and we had to deal with it. And everybody was sent home from work and everybody was uh, isolated. And, and we, I was at the farm and that was the first day of the isolation was the day we had to plow and sow our fields oh wow so that was like a major duality that every, you know life had to continue we had to sow in order to 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 reap at some stage in our life so sowing the fields and sowing the 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 transformation and the healing of this virus happened all at the same day so when all the people were sent home was the day that the healing began. We were, we were sowing for the healing of, of our nation. And that was, that, was, um, that was big. I had to walk a lot in my, my fields to mm. get that into my nervous system. And, and at some stage, the world kept moving because the farmers were sowing the fields, plowing the fields, preparing the fields. And still everybody was sent home. So everything changed and nothing changed at the same time mm. that was how it felt yes I, I think we went back to the ancient ways i mean it's like it's like you went right back to the ancient ways of the quiet yes. way of living that you would just yes. be farming and that was the quiet way where there was no industry going on in the you know in that yep. time 
and and then we got into the industrial age, which shifted everything, which I mean, it's made us progress. I mean, we wouldn't be where we are. We wouldn't be able to talk to each sure. other without it. But we also are exactly. you know, recognizing how we, can, we need to bring that back into our lives, to, to bring that safety exactly. of that life part of our life that we we're missing we're missing that part and i think people are seeing that so much right now because like you know i've talked about it before with other people how the energy of the, you've seen it how the energy of the earth is just cleared all over like pollution is clearing all over the place yes. la yes. Uh, yes. you know they can and the animals are coming out again they're taking yeah. over the cities <laughs> isn't that interesting yes. what animals are happening yeah. in denmark tell us who's showing up there that's that you haven't seen um actually i have so many butterflies on my farm and we have Ooh. not had that before that butterflies all all over the place it's so beautiful and yeah. and and you know it was this we woke up the next morning so to speak and and everything had changed and i still had to go and feed my horses walk mm. my dogs mock out my chickens feed my cats and that was the same routine but for me, so much more important, so yes. much more grounding, so much more feeling in. And then the stillness came. Then messages started feeling into this collective consciousness, the fear. And then I um, was, of course, feeling into my own insecurities about what's going on in all of this. Sure. Feeling more, in, of course, um, doing a lot of meditation, doing a lot of leaning into the stillness, leaning into, of course, with what I do, asking into the spirit of the animals, how are you sensing this? Mm. How yes. is this affecting the animals? Yes. How is this affecting them on a physical level, on a mental level, on a spiritual level? Um, because this has never been anything that we have felt they have not felt this before in this lifetime, neither have we. So it was interesting watching, you know, that from a physical point of view, people were staying home. So they were actually together with the animals, mm. but they were bringing their stress, their uncertainty, their anxiety into the energy bodies of the, into the physical energy space of their animals. Mm. How is that affecting the animals? I know something about that. But then also on the spiritual level, how is this affecting the group souls of the animals? How is this affecting the overall collective consciousness of the animals? You know, there are no books written on that. Right. There is no, well, there's no right answer to that. All we can do is lean in and listen. And so, listen to what they are telling us. So what, anything particular you're going to share about what they, what they were sharing with you? Well, I was actually, I was very much in my study lab with this because I thought this is very interesting mm. because I cannot buy a book online about this. I just need to witness this for myself and, and use whatever channels I have to, to lean into this. And I, this was because of the massive um, effect on the human uh, lower chakras our insecurity our fear the instability this is something on a physical level that the animals very much um, adapt to so it can influence them a lot so i ask on a spiritual level how is this affecting the group consciousness of the animals and it was a very 
I think the word is diverse answer because on one hand, it created a stillness in this connection that actually this, the, the group spirit of the animals suddenly had room. Mm. They weren't influenced as much of everything that happens on the physical level affects the group so affects the group so so all the factory farming all the exploitation of 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 animals in tourism all the illegal trafficking all of the what is happening to the individual animal that experience is 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 picked up in the collective consciousness of that animal's group soul now that wasn't happening anymore wow so they you were see? some downtime, kind of. <laughs> yes. Hit pause. Just pause like humanity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So and suddenly we couldn't mess it up for them as much as we could before. Mm. So there was like a, a reflection time where they, I had this feeling that, okay, something that used to keep influencing nudge, 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 nudge is not happening anymore. So they could suddenly begin to expand as the spiritual being choosing an incarnation as one giving animal species. Now suddenly this group being, this spiritual entity could start to sense into, so what am I actually here to do? What am I actually here to learn? Mm. Wow. Which made, which made a lot of sense and which was very gratifying to feel that they actually had this opportunity. And it was very sad to sense into the fact that humans are the ones um, influencing the fact that this cannot happen normally. Ah, yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, But also there was like this, we are normally following a route uh, and that was, that changed. So, there was a bit of uncertainty as well. What are we going to do with this mm. release of, of, of pressure? When you put a pressure on, then when you release it, there's space. What are you going to do with that? And you're not used to it. Yeah, it's interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So, um, so are they feeling better? Are they feeling like, what, what, so what did, have they done anything specific that you've noticed? What I have noticed was the fact that, that this opportunity to actually sense into what was the purpose of this yeah. spiritual entity, this spiritual being deciding to take on um, the group soul of, of <laughs> yeah, and the group soul of whatever kind of animal form. Mm. It was a release, a, re- a relief for, for this entity to be able to actually sense into what is my essence Mm. and as of with so many animals as it often happens with leaning into the animal's wisdom i find is what the wisdom that they're conveying is what we need to lean into so we needed to lean into our essence as well yeah and lean into ours our silence and lean into our purpose instead of just letting the everyday turmoil um, and pressure set our route yeah 
Yeah. I mean, I've heard so many people say how much they enjoy this time. I mean, despite as long as you're healthy, you're enjoying it more. Of course. It's such a release of pressure that we haven't had. I mean, of course, some people, you know, you don't mean I have an income coming in. That's not an easy time. But of course um, not. There's a lot of goods and bads going on, but there's a lot more good that you can really look at right now. Yes. So I, you know, I mean, I'm looking at the positive because it is a lot of positive energy. And you're telling me about the animals receiving their time to just to go in to see why was yeah. I, why am I here and who am I? Yeah. What is my reason for being as well? Which is all the question that we humanity is always asking. What's my purpose? Exactly. What is my purpose? Is a huge exactly. Purpose. Everybody wants to know. So even of course. The animals want to know what they're Of putting. course. And, and, if, and if you see people staying at home together with their animals and people are, are being scared, they're being, mm -hmm. feeling uncertain, and they have the animals, they have their pets with them. I don't necessarily like the word pets so much, but animal friends. They have their animal friends with them. And they can soothe. It's soothing to be close to an animal. If you... Very much. If you know how to connect from the heart with mm -hmm. an animal, it has been measured like from HeartMath and other institutes that you can come into heart coherence just by being physically close to your animals. I've done studies with my students on this in my barn with the horses and, and with the dogs. So in a stressful time, in a time where you are feeling anxiety and uncertainty and pressure and stress, just leaning into that connection with your animal friend can lower the pressure of stress in your in your physical body and in your energy body how beautiful is that yes yes that's amazing i think yeah i see that with even with people i mean when people have lost someone like i have a relative who lost her partner and um she has his the dog that they had <clears throat> and without that dog i don't think it would have been as easy for her to get through it no was a human being a beating heart this beautiful presence in her house to share with you know animals yeah. so much yeah, yeah and i yes. i told you my story last time we talked on my we had yes. a guinea pig, and and lucky was the most gorgeous little, and i was like oh my gosh a guinea pig was i gonna like that guinea pig i fell in love with the guinea pig so, of course yes beautiful and i it, it's so magical what animals bring to us and you know yes. it's, it yes. is magical so, and uh, the fact that there's, they, they choose to, on some level, I always have this sense into the soul contract between the animal and, and their human. Mm. I like to call it their human because sometimes who, who's actually owning whom? You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but, and but come in to help us so many, in so many ways. Exactly. And mm. it's, it's, it's mesmerizing and humbling, I think, because... They make themselves available in such a, a, a fragile and, and honest place. They show from us, show up for us, just out of pure heart-centered affection. Yeah, it's unconditional love that you don't get exactly from a person, and you totally get unconditional love from a dog. Exactly. I, mean, I have a grandson who's going to be one, and he's got his dog, his his brother. We're calling him his brother. He's one year older than my grandson. My grandson will be one next month. And Bear, and, and my grandson is so funny with him. He crawls right up to him. He's crawling all over his back. He's opening his mouth and sticking his hand in the mouth. And the dog is so yes, with him. He's oh, yeah. The most patient dog. And he's not mean to the dog. He's just exploring him. 
Yes, of course. He totally understands it. And he just is fine with it. He's just so gentle. Yes. Yes. Beautiful and, and the dogs can sense the difference in, you know, some, someone conscious about what they're doing to them and someone who's yes. just there in the space with them from an energy <laughs> side. It's amazing. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful. It's a huge, it's a huge connection between the two of them. And I just love, mm. love that. And um, yeah, it's special. So um, I know you, so you talk about this animal connection. So, and you know, there's a lot of people don't always see animals as a, as a special being that they need to be compassionate towards. How, what, how can you work with that? How do you help them take action? You know, uh, yeah, I have this, um, this sense that, that the, the compassion can, can be ignited because we all have that compassion within us somewhere. Mm -hmm. We are born out of pure light and love. Mm -hmm. And then society happens. But, but when we come into this world, where we come from, we have an, an, an unconditional compassion towards everyone because we are all one. Mm -hmm. And if we lose that, if we lose that connection, that has to be reignited in us. And I have witnessed many times that there can be some kind of... Um, a weariness between this re uh, igni ignites. It, it can be difficult to reignite human to human because mm. there there are um, shields and and uh, words now. But you no, know, there, there's a distance between yeah. sometimes human to human. Yeah. But this distance is not that human to animal. It feels safe to open up to an animal. You don't have to feel vulnerable, there was a word. The vulnerability between humans, that evaporates between animals and humans. So it's safe to lean into this heart space so suddenly you can sense this compassion in yourself again. Mm -hmm. and, and if you don't know your way around feeling this compassion, everybody who is like, you see how people change when they see a puppy? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and I have students like if, you know, mm, mm, of course, most of my students are, are people with some kind of, 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 of desire to lean more into to the spiritual world, but maybe not knowing their way around, know how it feels. They don't know the sensation in this. I sit them down in the barn because this space, this energy space around the hostess, that is creating reigniting this connection because it's there mm. within us and just leaning in getting a, a physical sensation in energy how it feels to sense this loving energy space from the animals that can reignite the compassion in the heart and of course you need to know how to go about that from there on but at least you can get this sensation you can get this embodiment of a feeling into there's more there's a release. Oh, it feels so nice. It feels special. Horses can like create a vacuum around you where like time stands still. I always say like the molecules, the distance between the molecules are bigger. Of course they're not. But it feels like that. It just feels an, an intense quiet yeah. and an intense presence. And we, we, we know this space within us. We've just forgotten about it. Mm. 
that's why this time is so special for us is Matt, no matter what we can look at it as in, in the future, it's still so special for humanity and the animals. Yes. As we're seeing, the connection is yes. so profound. I mean, we are all one, even with the, the animals. I mean, with all the, you know, the plants, yes. everything in the plant yes. is and changing. Yes. And we need to understand that, that, that what we do to the animals, yeah. we, we do to ourselves. We can't keep treating the animals the way we've done with the factory farming and mass exploitation and, uh, you know, um, so, so that, that it's, it's on an energy level, it's affecting the group's soul. It's affecting the, the energy of the same shared space, the same space we share. So what we do to them, we do to ourselves. Mm. And I truly believe that this compassion, if we reignite the compassion, a compassionate heart will not hurt animals or humans or each other or race or anything. We need to find that space in our heart where we reconnect with the love for all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you want to tell us a little more about the collective soul of animals? Because I don't know if people totally understand what that means. That's, that's a big, mm. I know you're so connected to that. And I love yes. And I, we need to know more. I think we need to know more about it. Yes. Um, the way that I see and have learned about this energy structure of the animals is that the animals have a, a group soul. And this, this group soul is, is like a spiritual entity that is the spiritual, uh, spiritual embodiment, the, the, the entity that governs all of the physical entities of that given species. So mm -hmm. there's a group soul horse and there's a group soul cow. There's a group soul sheep. Mm -hmm. and, and this group soul is a spiritual entity gaining its... its, its um, learning and its knowledge out of the collective experiences of all the physical individuals from that given animal group. Mm -hmm. So if we look at, at, at group soul pig or group soul cow, mm -hmm. what is going on with uh, the, the, the total amount of, of, of um, physical bodies mm -hmm. is not being given the chance to live a full incarnated life with the experiences needed for that given breed or race or, 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 or animal group because they are supposed to live a life as herd animals living in nature with a full life expanse of how many years a cow or a, a, a pig may live but they are not allowed to do that in such a massive amount of, of entities because the way we're, treat, we're treating them. So this is bringing down the whole collective experience of this group soul. So we are messing up the life experience of a spiritual being. Oh, how amazing. I, you know, I never saw it that way. Hmm. That is true. We are. We are. Wow. So, and so there's like group, entity dolphin group entity tiger and and what do you learn when you are a tiger what are the traits of a tiger what are the traits of a group soul horse what are the great the traits of a group soul dog 
So the, what they want to learn is, is what they are embodying in form and shape with the, um, whatever territorial uh, matters goes on within that species. Are they a group animal? Are they, do they live in solitude? Or do they eat plants? Or do they eat meat? All of that is, is do they eat plants or do they eat each other? You know, that's, 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 so this is the, this this group soul is is collecting life experience from each of the individuals within the group. Mm. Wow, that's when you look at it that way. It's a whole different way of seeing animals and how we are affecting that life soul. Yes. Humanity is also a group soul. I mean, we are also a group soul. When you look at us, we're also another group. We have what exactly the, our soul family. Exactly. Just yes. like cows, we all have our soul group. So if, yes. if we look at that, then we're all, we're, I, know, I know humans are part of the animal kingdom. It's hard to look at us like that, but we are. Of <laughs> we course. Are and then, with the soul, but we are also in the animal kingdom. <laughs> and then you end up, it's like this hierarchy. It, of course, it's much more diverse than that. But for our consciousness to be able yes. to comprehend this, Group animal, sheep, group animal, horse, group animal, cow, group animal, group soul, animal, mm. all animals. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's so like human. The, the umbrella. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and if we follow that, 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 tra that track all the way up to source, we come from source. Animals come from source. So when we hurt and harm the animals, that is directly transferred into the total experience in energy of source and affecting us. It's so simple when you really look at it that way, if you really think about it and allow that to sink in. Wow. And that's like the IT side of my brain. I like diagrams and if then go to, if then go to, and I can understand this hierarchy. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, though we it's much more diverse than a hierarchy, but yeah. so this, this understanding of, of the cause and effect, the law of cause and effect is very much related to the, also related to, to the structure of the energy systems of the animals. So did you get to speak to any animals lately that you have any, I mean, I know you go to the rescue animals and how are they doing? I mean, did they see a change going on? What's going on with them? There were actually in, in one of the rescue centers I visited in the beginning of this um, pandemic, there were some changes in some of the animal groups. And there weren't any changes in, in any of the um, routines by the zookeepers because it's, it was winter time. So there weren't any guests in, 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 in these rescue centers anyway. But the animals, they withdrew. They didn't oh. go out. They were staying indoors and they were huddling up together instead of being more active and alive and out, you know, going outdoors, which they were the weeks up until when everything really? shut down. And we were talking about this and I thought, what, this is why, this is actually why we, we started working with what is going on on a group level, on a group soul level. How is this affecting the animals on a spiritual level because we could see these changes in the in in physically in how the animals behave it it, it just took them a few few weeks and then they were back to normal which was also interesting because they 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 came out of their their withdrawal before we did 
before humans started shifting into feeling a little bit more non-isolated again. So, so they, they were responding to a collective impression that may be on a, on a subconscious level for us, for us, but we could definitely see it in the physical behavior of the animals. And that was very interesting. So you were saying that they might've been connecting to that, that question you were talking about earlier. What, what, what's going mm -hmm. on? We have the space here. Yes. I mean, what's our purpose? They were actually connecting with that. And do you, did you ever get any messages? Ask them? <laughs> yes, because um, the animals are so connected to their, um, their soul. Uh, what can you say? To, to the spiritual side of their soul. Mm -hmm. where we are sometimes slightly more disconnected. We need to step into that field on a conscious mm -hmm. level or, or make a decision about working with it because we've lost it somewhere along the way. Animals necessarily haven't unless they're very, very, very traumatized. But, but so, so in times of crisis, animals are very good at leaning into their soul's essence. So they mm -hmm. were picking up from this frequency on a much clearer level than we were. And we could see it in their behavior straight away. Uh, and, and, and this resonance between the physical animal and their, the, um, the influences from their group soul mm -hmm. is much more seamless for mm -hmm. the animals than it is sometimes for humans. Sure, sure. So any interesting stories? I mean, we have a good animal story and we love stories. So anything... We were actually... Yeah, about what they said or what anything you want to share. We ha yes, I was actually thinking this is quite funny that, that the exact name of this, this animal because uh, we were, I haven't been out much. So one of the first times I was out of, uh, of the isolation, I, of course, the first time I went, I went to the rescue center to do some work with the animals. And um, we were helping one of the tortoises out of, of hibernation. Oh. And he was actually being a little bit more reluctant to go out of hibernation this year and we just noticed that because again huddling up and his name is darwin <laughs> oh <laughs> we had a good laugh about that that is good <laughs> we had to help darwin out of hibernation during the covid crisis but, yeah. <laughs> and we got him he's a very very large turtle he is 55 60 kilos that's about 120 pounds wow that's a big and he's a, some he's a big boy and he's so sweet oh my goodness and he is about 40 years i think 30 mm -hmm. 35 40 years and he was coming out of hibernation for the winter and we carried him out you had to i had my husband with me and he's a big strong man and him and one of the two uh, keepers were carrying darwin out of his hibernation we put him on the grass and it was a nice sunny day and he was like he's been a little bit reluctant and we've been poking him a little bit you know come on move and he was and then the sun came out and we gave him some grass and some leaves and he started walking around mm -hmm. and it was so beautiful and the whole zoo was busy setting up for for opening and suddenly five zookeepers and my husband were you know, let go of everything they were doing and we started building a fence so that Darwin could stay out in the sun because he was enjoying himself so much. So we didn't have the heart to put him back in. So everybody just dropped what they were doing and, and started building fences for Darwin so he could stay out in the sun. That's sweet, isn't it? <laughs> wow. That's yeah. 
Yeah, I have. I, I think I told you in the last time we talked. I have a friend who's what they call the Turtle Lady who lives in Arizona. Yes, I know. That's mm. so exciting. She, she's an amazing turtle connector, and she has the giant turtles like what you're talking about. And this is just in her yard, and she has dog houses set up with huge pads and. She has about four or five of them. One of them just walked onto her property. He was an African turtle. He came off of the grounds because she's in, uh, in uh, a part of, it's very remote, you know, kind of just not a lot around. It's very natural. I remember. He walked onto her property knowing she would help him. And now she has. Because anyway, where does he come from? You know? I don't know what part of Africa she said, but he's, he's a little smaller than the big land turtles that she has that are from the local, but she's had turtles that are 50 years old as well. And, and her doctor, there's a local veterinarian that um, comes in and uh, calls her to come and help with him with any of the pets yes. because she's so knowledgeable. That's I'm just so going to pretty. tell our audience, you're going to hear this shaky noise. It's come back again. I'm just going to mention it. That, that the noise that you're hearing in the background is the electric fence noise of Charlie's protective uh, system that is protecting her chickens from the foxes in Denmark that come into her property. I'm sorry. So I thought I disconnected it. It came back on. retrograde coming up tomorrow. So... We can't control all of this, so just no. hearing this message, I'm so sorry. It's okay. There's nothing. And it just came on just now. It just started, so it wasn't right. before. And, um, and I don't know how that's possible no. because I unplugged the plug. So that is very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe the that energy is telling us something. I don't know what we're meant to be. No. Awake, wake up and be awake and be aware. Wake. Yes. <laughs> because the animal. And that was. Yeah. Exactly. That was actually something that, that I, um, I sensed about this group connection from, from the turtles because, I mean, turtles and hibernation, humans and isolation. Mm. You can't make that stuff up, can you? And right. it, the way that you cannot get a turtle's, turtle sorry, to come out of his shell unless he wants to and unless you're gentle. And that's really something I think we can, it's very simple, but it's still very profound mm -hmm. that if you want to interconnect, you need to be gentle and, and, and compassionate towards the other, the other persons and humans, humans and animals, because you can't force an interconnection. It has to be a relation, a relationship. That makes so much sense, especially when we see what's going on in the world. The animals are such That's a reflection true. of what humanity needs to embrace. And I think- we're Very learning, wise words, very true. We're learning so much from animals. When you, like, I mean, you share all these information that the animals bring and it's just so important for us to hear because you know people love animals and and we know why because of that unconditional yes. love and that that they they don't have any judgment of us they don't judge no us. they don't and we we stay open and perceptive perceptive in their presence yes and we open our hearts around them exactly we so we can actually hearts. listen to the wisdom mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we love that about animals because we feel safe with them 
And we, we need to provide the same safety in return, you know, because exactly. that's what they're asking, I think. And, and they're teaching us when you're aware. They are. Used to, like and they want to share that space mm. without conditions. There are no strings attached in their uh, shared connection. It's not a one-up game. It's always just sharing presence for the sake of sharing presence because that makes animals feel safe. Mm -hmm. check mark they're safe that's all they need they don't need to gain something from it yeah as long as you align yourself with their shared presence that's enough for them do you connect with any particular animal on your um farm when like when you go out do you like talk to them all and just say how what's going on tell me what are you you probably you know i know your connection is so deep how does that work tell us that works well, I do that. I, I just go around and do that all the time when I'm here. And when I, I, I say my mornings, um, spiritual people do their morning uh, practice. practice yeah. I, yes, we have to do our morning practice. I do my mockitation. <laughs> ah. I go my into my barn and I, my mockitation, I mock out. That's my morning oh, meditation. My so I call it mockitation. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have the hashtag. Huh? No, but, but when I am in my barn with my horses in the morning, I call it my, my holes of clarity because downloads are flowing. Everything just becomes still. There's just this interconnection going on, this communication, just sensing into each other. It doesn't have to be something, you know, big messages or anything. It's really just this shared uh, presence of a morning, mm. the shared presence of the way they see their morning. Sun's coming up, birds are singing, and, and how the horses are just feeling into that. It's just flowing mm -hmm. like vibrations in and out of their system. They're just perceiving that with their energy body, and they're sharing that with me. Mm. So I can see like my heart coherence uh, measuring thingy that I can that's the IT note again. It's put up on an app on my phone. I can just see it go so calm. Ah, yes, yes. You become and I think it, Yeah. Completely, yes. Yeah. And that is the stillness that comes out of out from there is 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 so beneficial to to the message that I want to share because Really, it doesn't have to be more. Doesn't have to be more than that, and that in, that in itself is very, very big. I think that you can just share the presence, no strings attached. Just be right here, right now, with what is, and just flow in and out of that. I mean, if we can bring that that knowledge with us in our system out into the world, much less stress, much much less conflict, much less banging our heads together as yeah, humans. competition, the competition. Exactly, is yes. Gone. It's gone. Yes. And that's something that we're, we're, we really need to let go of, it, you know, because there's, there's enough for all of us. Yes. This is the old way. And that's what I think this whole Aquarian energy coming in is teaching us to let go of these old beliefs and these old ways. And the animals are such a beautiful mirror. So, um, anything particular, any last messages for the animals to tell us that you can think of anything really, you know, important that you could see happening maybe for the rest of 2020, whatever you feel. Yes. They could tell us. 
I think, and I know, I think, and, and I know that the animals can really help us with this. If we can lean in to stillness in connection, and the animals can show us how. So if you sit down with your animal, or go to the neighbors if they have a dog, if you don't have one of your own, just sit down and be with them and start leaning into, sensing into what that feels like. Mm-hmm. Because that calms us down and takes away all the fuss and all the layers of, and all the to-do lists and everything. And just take that break, just leaning in to this shared presence mm. of connecting with an animal and just from there move on forward because then you move on forward from a coherent space that has yeah. been aligned in energy with your heart so it's so wonderful to hear that it's so wonderful to hear that and i and it, you just saying that brings me this energy of peace because you embody that yourself your energy is just oozing with that beautiful calmness and that very grounded peacefulness. You have such a mm. peacefulness about you. And, and I know because of who you are and then the connection you have with animals, it's just, you radiate that presence. So it's- They teach me so much. They show me so much. They share with me so much of them. And that's, that's humbling. It is. So what can I do to help them? Is really what I'm trying to, to give back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing a big job. I think you're doing a lot because look at the things you do to people and, um, you know, it's, it's so profound and you're bringing awarenesses to us of the connection of us as the group souls that we all are. Yeah, that's true. We all need to be aware of each other and to, and I tried to make this animal communication, healing stuff palatable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you have to be a spiritual animal healer living on a farm in Denmark. Everybody has this connection. We come from the same source. Every one of us, through our incarnation, at some stage lived around a fire somewhere, most probably in connection with, with animals and nature. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it, do, it doesn't have to be difficult. You don't have to be someone, animal nerdy communicator special-ish to do this. Right. It's something... Everybody has this connection and everybody can, can, can um, learn to re-embody this, this connection and, and benefit immensely from it. So I try to make it palatable and in, in little chunk, bite-sized chunks. <laughs> yeah, and, and yes, it's beautiful. So if you want to learn enemy, uh, excuse the phone, I apologize. <laughs> Mercury oh, retrograde. All kinds of things going on here today. We have so we have the blessed opportunity to blame it on Mercury. For the next okay, two we're going to blame it on the Mercury retrograde. Completely, yes. <laughs> so I know you have a special gift to um, a gift and then an offer for the people. Would you like yes. to tell us about it? I would, yes. And thank you for this because this is again an opportunity for me to, to share what the animals have taught me. Mm-hmm. So, so the special gift for free that I have bought now is um, I've taken out some of the teaching materials uh, from, from Animal Healer Academy to guide uh, through this uh, trying times that the animals are also feeling what's going on. So I call it the animals feel it too. And there's mm-hmm. a guided meditation. And there's a video uh, where I do some presentations 
where I have taken out some of the normally paid for teaching materials of Animal Healer Academy and made that available. Wow. In, yes. Thank you so much. That's powerful and beautiful. And we could really need that right now. So thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. And you have something else? I do. Um, because when, uh, with every uh, course that you can purchase from, from Animal Healer Academy, uh, $50 goes directly to the rescue centers. Oh. As, yes. And that's, that's normal. But, but this is why I go out and do this because let's share the resource and, and help the animals. So in order to, I have some tiers in, in Academy where you can start just with the foundation course. You train that yourself. You go online and you work through the course yourself. If you want to go on to the next level, you can get some, some um, coaching sessions with me online. But what I want to, to present for, for, for the community of, of this summit is that if you purchase the foundation course for $2.99, then you will get a free session with me on Zoom. Nice. Thank you. Instead of having to pay extra $80 for that. Wow. I want to help you if you should choose to join in the academy and, and, and learn more about this. I want to guide you along the way. So I am giving the opportunity for, for a free scheduled session with me on Zoom. That's powerful, That's powerful because you, you have so much experience and you've been doing it for how long? Well, you've been doing it your whole life because you started- <laughs> Yes, really, yes. Knowing that you could hear animals and you couldn't understand why other people, you thought everyone could do what you did. I know yes. the story. We didn't even talk about it. <laughs> no. I know I'm little, and I know you're. In, you have a. You have a new book coming out too, don't you? Are you I do. It? Yes, another yeah. one. Uh, a chapter in a book about holistic healing. Uh, so about cool. healing modalities and how. And of course, my pitch is about how the healing of of of, of humanity can be, in some way, uh, experienced through we uh, when we connect to the animals, as we've talked about. So, oh. so this is a, one of those shared book projects that I love because it's not a teaching book per se, more than it's an energy project. Mm -hmm. It's many people coming together. It's expanding our, our voice and our missions. And I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. I love that too. So I want to thank you so much for being this amazing animal spiritual presence that you are and to bring all the heart connection with animals and to help us see the difference in, and how we connect with them and how important they are in our lives because we, we can yeah. see it every day. I mean, animals are just part of people's lives and they treat them yes. just like family now. And, and that's exactly, yes, how we, they are important. Yes, and there he is. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Satnam. <laughs> He's oh, always that. with me. <laughs> so I want to thank you so much for that. And um, with your high frequency divine light that you are, that I just feel your energy so, so high frequency. And that so the connection you share with the animals and how much you teach us and helping humanity accelerate their divine light because you shine, you're just, just blazing. With the with a beautiful Thanks. presence, it's such a beautiful presence, and you help us unlock our passions, ignite our authenticity, and create the life thank and world you, we love and we're waiting for. So, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of that you brought today. And I'm Janet Miller, and I will see you on the next episode. Again, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. 
If you did, please remember to leave a review. This helps us gather ideas on how else we can improve our content so we can provide you the best experience as you tune in with us. Before I let you go, I want to let you know that as an energy facilitator and divine light mapper, I am here to guide you in discovering your soul's purpose in this ongoing new paradigm shift. When you're ready to discover your soul's purpose, book a divine light mapping session with me to gain understanding of your soul's journey. You may also book a Solex AO scan session with me to harmonize your mind, body, and spirit. We'll take a look at your signature blueprint, which we all emit with energy, frequency, and vibration. And with this information you gain, you will surely leave here empowered to take charge of your sovereign body. When you're ready to book a session and to learn more about our current events, promos, and services, please visit ownyourdivinelight.com. Thank you again for participating in our podcast. Our journey to 5D continues.